she's not your typical raw, raw coach. Instead, she'll have you in stitches with her quick wit, all while dismantling the barriers that are holding you back. Joining us on this Motivational Monday is Calgary-based speaker and storyteller, Carolyn Berglund. Hi, Carolyn. Good morning. What a thrill to be here this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about your story, your background. How did you get to be a coach? Wow. Um, So I grew up like many Calgarians in uh, Winnipeg. Uh, However, I've laid Calgary as home for the last 23 years. I spent half of my career, I'd I'd say, in the corporate world and half as an entrepreneur. Um, Talk Talk is a boutique consulting business. Uh, firm here in Calgary where we play in a a bunch of different arenas. One is leadership. We also uh, work with teams as it relates to team development. Um, Teams are frankly right now, Sue, in crisis. We also play in executive coaching. And then finally, we also help others be better public speakers. Okay, it's uh, on paper. Sounds fantastic, Carolyn, but you've got to stand out because we know that there's lots of coaches out there these days. You got to be different. What what makes you and and what you bring to the table different? Yeah, I think, Andy, it's about kindness. Um, Our secret sauce for organizational change and coaching is rooted in kindness. We believe that everybody has a story. So if you think about the iceberg example, you know, over the waterline, everybody is kind of presenting a mask of who they ought to be when they go into the corporate world. What we try to do at Talk Talk is lower that waterline. You know, some of us have kids with special needs. Some of us have parents in palliative care. We really like to uh, teach uh, organizations and individuals that kind of the human side of bringing our whole self to an organization. So I really think that's what sets us apart, Andy. And you're talking about Talk Talk, so let's get into that a little bit. But that's your website, talktalk.ca. So explain a little bit, because it's kind of a, a, a school in a sense, isn't it? Well, we do. We have we have our consulting services around those four key areas that we talked about. We've just recently launched uh, Sue uh, something called Talk School, so it's uh, a masterclass on creating memorable talks and, and presentation skills. So um, it's a, a quick thirty minute video that you can watch and, and improve your public speaking skills. Love it. Oh, fantastic. And I do like, you know, when you say improve your public speaking skills, because not everybody wants to go on the circuit and, and be the next Tony Robbins, but these are applicable to people in every uh, everyday Calgary, every uh, business, isn't it? Walks of life, different walks of lives. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all have to present ourselves at certain points, right, in our career. I'm sure as you two, as, as radio um, hosts, probably get people saying to you, oh, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you talk for a living. But we all... Um, at various points in our career have to kind of speak up. Um, And so what we do is we help you um, kind of diminish those nerves if you have nerves, and we give you a template in order to help uh, become a better public speaker. I'll tell you a quick story um, how this journey started for me. When I was in university some million years ago, (laughs) I had to do my first talk. And I'd never done a talk before. Again, I was 19 years old. And um, the class that I was enrolled in was called Political Geography. I know it sounds fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, I showed up for the first class and the professor said that there would be no test or exam and we all kind of cheered. And the second breath, he said, 100% of your mark is going to be based on a presentation that you're going to have to do. Ah. So I showed up for the second class and it went from 165 <laughs> students down to 37. So the prospect of actually having to speak in front of a group scared so many people that they dropped the class. For whatever reason, I didn't. And you got it five minutes before going um, and doing my presentation on the topic of Zimbabwe, which is what I got, um, I was demonstrating all those physiological reactions that one gets when they're nervous, right? Flushing, blushing, you know, sweating, all of it. Um, and I finished the talk and got and I got an A minus, which, by the way, was the best A minus I ever got. And if someone would have said that day, Carolyn, you're going to, you know, spend your career <laughs> giving talks, I would have said, what are you talking about? So, um, so, Andy, to your earlier point, it's really about everybody at some point has to get up in front of a group or talk or interact, and it really comes down to practicing and, and really um, developing that skill because it's a really important one. It, absolutely it is, and I think it's you know something they should be teaching our kids in school from a very, very young age because you do. It's, it's something important right throughout life. So obviously, you, you know, part of your role is to help people become a confident communicator, but to get there, what's your message for us uh, and our listeners on this Motivational Monday in terms of you know, getting through the anxiety, the self-doubt, all the stuff that comes along with that that really kind of translate to our everyday life as well? Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's this fallacy that we somehow eradicate this fear of public speaking, and then we somehow become confident. Um, I can tell you, after giving thousands or of talks, I still get quite nervous. Mm -hmm. It's about getting those butterflies to fly in formation. And and what I would say to, to those, you know, on a Monday morning, perhaps they've got a presentation a little bit later today. You know, if you're nervous, I say, good. Actually, nerves just mean that you care. It's the people that aren't nervous that I get a little bit worried about when I'm coaching with them because they can come across as quite arrogant, right? So those nerves are perfectly fine. It's just a question of um, making sure that you practice and you have the right tools to, to garner that confidence. So, you know, I told you that story of the 19-year-old version of Carolyn. That was a lot of stretching my comfort zone over the last, you know, 30-plus years. And, and so I would say... Practice and stretch your comfort zone. If it feels uncomfortable, that's probably a good thing. It means you're probably learning something new. I just, I'm just thinking about this, Carolyn, and, you know, the online world, social media, the ability to kind of hole up and stay on your computer for a large majority of the day or share your opinions or even have, uh, you know, what you might consider meaningful relationships can all be online. Does that impact what you do? Do you find that now that we're online more than ever and maybe using social media apps that people have more of an issue speaking in, in front of a crowd? 100%. I think, you know, the pandemic taught us a bunch of stuff, one of which is, you know, if you get on a, a Zoom call and um, everybody doesn't have their camera on, well, what are the implications as it relates to communication? They're pretty massive. I can't see body language. I can't see, are you nodding your head? Um, you know, relationships have really suffered, I think, in this uh, virtual uh, reality. We don't have that water cooler talk. I'm not taking out for lunch. So, um, yeah, it's it's impacted everything. And so I would encourage, again, those that are listening that might be on a bunch of Zoom calls later today, put that camera on. 
um, ask people to put their cameras on because it's it's there's strong implications for for not seeing um, eyeball to eyeball and body language. I know humor is part of your thing, Carolyn. Is is that something that people should try to kind of Par- include as part of their plan in terms of being able to get up and speak because I think for me anyway that's sort of what gets me through because I've been doing this a long time as well and I still get nervous too in front of a large crowd but if you can be funny and get that first laugh it, it yeah. kind of helps move you forward doesn't it it sure does but I would say Sue that if you're not particularly funny I don't know <laughs> if this is the uh, the perfect time to be funny right like it can it can Backfire. kind of work backfire on you right but yeah it find humor in your own way in your own personality Mm -hmm. I would offer that I think a lot of people when they get up in front of a a crowd they think that they've got to be somebody else and what we do is say no we want you to be you and so again if you're particularly witty or funny or inject that but if you're not find your own personality do not emulate being somebody else I mean in, in my early days, and this is going to date me, I was watching an infomercial one day. Remember the infomercials? Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw Tony Robbins. And at that time, I was in sales. I was, I was very young. And I thought, well, he's selling a bunch of stuff. Maybe I'll try to do that. And, I, you know, and that just landed. I, so the next day, I'm like, hey, 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 I'm doing all that stuff. And it just didn't land. So what we work with people individually and, and organization-wide is just be yourself. I mean, there's no other person like you out there. And so whether you're talking about public speaking or being a leader or leading teams, Find your own um, your own way and your own path. Mm-hmm. Great advice, mm-hmm. a great message. Thanks for your time this morning, Carolyn. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Carolyn Berglund, Calgary-based speaker, storyteller, and coach. You can find out more about what she does at talktalk.ca.